Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Reality of Winning. I am so excited you're here and you're gonna love today's episode. Honestly, it's so great. We're gonna talk all about profiting from email marketing. Now, I've been in the email marketing game now for about 12 years, and I honestly have to say, if you're not currently generating at least 60% of your revenue from your email marketing strategy, you have the wrong strategy in place. So in today's episode, I'm going to dive into about, you know, the five key things that you need to grow your email list and generate six figures a month from it. And guys, I just want to let you know, I have over 30 guests lined up for you guys and some amazing, amazing content coming out, some really great, exceptional people in the next few weeks. And I'm so excited to share this with you. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Natalie, business and marketing consultant and personal branding expert. I've helped scale and grow companies to over $10 million annually, and I'm here to walk you through everything you need to know to bridge the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. And this is the reality of winning. Okay, guys, having the right email marketing system in place can give you the opportunity to launch a four-day sale campaign promoting your online course or your coaching or consulting program for, let's say, $50, and you can bring in an additional $75,000 within a four-day period. If your list is bigger than that, it could easily be six figures. And I've done that. In fact, one four-day sale campaign that we launched made over $375,000. So I said this earlier, but 60% of your revenue should be coming from your email marketing strategy. And I see a lot of people online growing their followers, but they don't make an effort to grow their email list. And a lot of you guys out there with a personal brand probably don't even have a newsletter, which is a really big mistake. You're leaving so much money on the table. And I just wanna mention guys, when you actively engage with your audience, via email, you keep bringing you and your brand into their subconscious mind. You become the thing that they think about the next time they're like, how do I solve this problem? And that's exactly what establishing yourself as a niche expert in that industry, staying top of mind and always being in front of those potential customers. It is so crucial for your consistent, steady, long-term growth. And I just want to point out, guys, that you actually get to own your email list, right? You're not at the mercy of an algorithm or potentially having a low engagement rate on your social media. When you send out an email, it lands directly in your audience's inbox. 99% of people who own an email address actually open up their email at least once a day. Your email list is filled with people who have already said, hey, I've heard of you, I like what you have to say, and I'm genuinely interested in what you have to offer. People who receive email marketing actually spend 138% more than people who don't. The average ROI on an email marketing system is over 4,000%. Now, when you think about the conversion rate for selling your email list, it's actually at two to 3% where if you were to sell your social media followers, it's only 0.7. So email converts, period, no matter what your long-term strategy is with your email list. Okay, so I'm gonna dive into how to segment your audience and give you guys a few ideas on what type of drip campaigns or flows or segments or funnels that you can actually run in your business starting today. Then I'm going to talk to you about how to scale your segmentation long-term 
And basically, you're going to be getting an ROI in revenue. So for years to come, when you have this system in place, guys, this is the thing that turns your business into that time saving, energy saving, less headaches, less stress. It removes the burnout. This is just a ROI for long term. It's just a turnkey system that keeps bringing in customers money and increasing your customer's lifetime value. So after that, I'm going to dive into how I build out my acquisition strategy to get people inside of your email list. And you're not going to want to miss this, guys. Um, you have to stick around until the very end because I'm going to go through how to map out your entire year of newsletter content. And this is really good. So you have to stick around to the very end. And I'm also going to tell you about the key metrics that you should be measuring. So learning how to properly segment your audience can honestly take years to master, especially if you're doing things on a higher level. Um, it probably took me, I would say generously, around two years of being in the email marketing game before I could actually see the big picture and understand every moving part of it, make sure that somebody wasn't going to receive 20 emails in a day. There's a lot of moving parts to this system, and the companies that I worked in were already making seven figures a year. So I had to jump in there and you know get my hands dirty into so many different types of funnels that were happening all at once. So it takes a really long time to become an expert at this. So if you're feeling overwhelmed today, just know it is a process. It takes time and you have everything that you need inside of you to make this happen. Most people will consider email marketing having a newsletter and this is just not the case. And I always laugh when people say, well, I'm doing a weekly newsletter. Okay, cool. What else are you doing? <laughs> Crickets, nothing. They just, you know, there's so much involved in email marketing. So what does it actually mean to segment your audience and how do you do that? In the easiest possible way to describe it, it's basically list building, guys. It's <laughs> creating a list of people who have taken an action, they've taken certain steps, the you make a list for people who have bought certain things, you make a list of people who have not bought certain things. So for example, you might have just a consulting business or a service-based business right now, and you should have a list of people inside of your CRM who have bought your service and a list of people who have not bought your service. That way, when you run a sale campaign every six to eight weeks, you can then just reach out to the people who have not bought from you. So if you're in e-com, you might have a list of people who bought X product. You may also know that if somebody buys X product, they should also be using Y to get the most results for what they're looking for. This means that you build a list of X buyers who have not yet bought Y. Then inside of your email marketing strategy, you're able to build out a drip campaign or funnel that walks them through that process and explains why it's helpful to have both products X and Y and how they were actually designed to work together to bring you XYZ result. Email segmentation is how you cross sell, upsell, and ultimately increase your customer's lifetime value. So if you're a service-based business, you might have an online course, community management software, you might offer coaching, consulting, and you might have a few books. Now, you would wanna create a list of people who have bought each one of those individually inside of your CRM. Now, you probably know as a service-based business that if somebody buys your online course, 
that they should also pay another fee to join your private community and be surrounded by like-minded people. They could have one-to-many support, have live Q&As, and you could help them grow further, faster, and smarter. So you would then want to have a post-purchase sequence for all of your online course buyers where the conditions of that funnel are being set to include course buyers but not community buyers. You would then send a sequence of three to six emails that explains the benefits and the reasons why you might actually want them to take that action. And again, it's all about solving those problems, providing a community of people who are like-minded and just supporting these people on their journey so that they could get the best possible outcome. We were not made to do it alone and no one should have to. After each email though, Um, You do have to keep segmenting and inputting conditional formatting within that sequence in order to make sure someone isn't getting um, a bunch of different emails for actions that they've already taken, right? So the last thing you want to do, have somebody who actually bought after your first or second email and then send them six more emails trying to get them to buy. No. So you want to take them out of there and then you would put them into a post-purchase sequence and talk them through your community management. And maybe once they're in your community management program, you want them to buy your book or you have another additional service or you're having a, you know, another course launch. And if you're a community member, you get an exclusive VIP first access. Here's the cost for for your VIP clients who are part of your community. So there's a lot of different stuff you can do. This is important though. Um, you have to set up all of your segmentation and conditional formatting really strategically. So somebody isn't receiving five emails from you in a day as well. And this is why it's important to understand all of the moving parts of um, email segmentation and email marketing strategies. So for example, you might want to condition your newsletter not to go out to anyone who's in segment A, B, or C. If by the sixth email that subscriber still hasn't bought that community management um, offer that you put out that I just mentioned, you could then maybe offer them like one free week as a trial, or you could offer them a small discount at the end of that sequence for the first month to get them to take the action. Then you're just going to want to send a few reminder emails that this deal is going to go away in six hours, three hours, the final hour is here. And if they do not buy the community management often, you put them in a retry campaign. So that is somebody who did not buy and they were inside of funnel A and now they're going to go into funnel B. So this means that in three months from now, you're going to try and increase your customer's lifetime value by bringing back the same offer. You're going to repackage it and deliver it in a new way, but you basically want to keep asking until you get them to do that. Remember guys, in order to serve, you have to sell. So you can do this again at six months and 12 months, and then I would do it again six months later. So basically what it means to properly segment your subscribers and your email list. It's very complicated. There's a lot of moving parts, but this is how you consistently scale your business and you grow it. This is how you take one subscriber and get them to increase their total order value, the order frequency, and ultimately increase the customer lifetime value. So what other types of campaigns are there out there? So there's a lot, but let me just kind of run through so you guys have a few different ideas. 
Number one, you always want to have a welcome flow series. Then you can have a lead magnet delivery series. You can have a customer win back series. You would have an onboarding campaign. You would have a recently viewed product or service page campaign. You can have an abandoned cart sequence. You can have an abandoned or no-show appointment sequence. You can have a rescheduled appointment campaign. You can have canceled appointment campaigns. You can have received a proposal but did not sign terms of service campaign. Then you can have an unpaid invoice campaign. Honestly, guys, the opportunities are literally endless when it comes to email marketing. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn and I can help guide you through what type of systems you need in your business. But right now, if you do it right, the ROI on putting together these campaigns you know, first you got to put in the work, right? Like nothing happens overnight. It does take a lot of time to build these out. And when you have, you know, 12 different funnels in there and you have between like three to 10 emails going through each one, that's a lot of content development in the initial process. But the long-term ROI and the lifetime ROI you're going to get from doing this is going to be really, really high. So eventually you end up tweaking your series and your campaigns enough so that you just have this turnkey system in place that brings you your consistent revenue. So in the beginning, you're going to have to test it. You're going to have to see where do people drop off in the campaign? Where do they buy? What emails aren't getting the open rates? You're going to have to, you know, play with your subject lines, your sub Uh, preview text and you're really going to have to make sure that you're hooking your audience you're delivering value in those emails so that's a whole other process in itself but this is how you start making six figures a month this is what long-term scaling actually looks like this is how you get your time back your energy back your freedom back these are the systems that you need in place so that you can just plug and play and you have the opportunity at that point where you're making six figures a month and you can hire a team of email marketing experts who will optimize this on a consistent, steady basis for you. I think the worst thing that you could ever do in business is like having an email list and just sending out a weekly newsletter. And people call that email marketing, but it's not email marketing. That's just having a weekly newsletter. Hey guys, if you're enjoying today's episode, please drop me a review and don't forget, share this episode with somebody you know who will also benefit from this. It's the only way to grow this channel and for me to reach and help more people. It's completely free and it's only going to take you two seconds. Okay, so let's move on and talk about acquisition strategies, how to grow that list, how to get more people subscribing. Number one, ask everywhere. (laughs) Pin it to all your social media profiles. Let people know you have a newsletter. And most importantly, these are the two big movers. Promote webinars and lead magnets, right? So this is the way I like to format this. You have 12 months in a year, right? So that means you should probably be hosting 12 webinars a year, once a month. And basically, the strategy that I've used in the past to help scale these webinars and get an ROI of six figures on them is working your list and your social network all month long to get people registered, and then you draw up a bunch of hype for it. This is how you grow your list. So you can also offer one new free lead magnet once a month, which means another 12 a year. 
So you run it, you push people through the funnel, and then you segment them in the back end. You get them to buy. Once the webinar is over, you have an attended webinar list, but did not buy email flow. (laughs) You can see guys, this is why over 60% of your revenue is actually going to come from your email marketing strategy. In the back end, this is where you can re-ask. You can offer an exclusive discount for your product or service if they act now. You want to add that urgency and make them take action right away. Within the first, I would say, 72 hours of attending your webinar, that's when you want to like, you know, be in their subconscious mind at the front of it, sending them those emails, giving them the chance to buy, show your testimonials, show your feedback from other people and how much they love this, you know, product or service that you're trying to get them to buy. Then you can have a re-engagement follow-up sequence to get them to buy in three, six, or 12 months if they did not take the action that you asked them to. Having a monthly webinar and knowing how to have the right plan in place takes a lot of the stress out of it, guys. You just have a proven system, something easy and achievable broken down into smaller steps so that you can show up more consistently in your business. The same strategy is going to go for your lead magnet. Eventually, you can add an ebook tab to your website and just let people pick what funnel they would like to opt into. And now, guys, we're going to talk about your actual newsletter, and I'm going to give you the exact strategy that I've used to scale my newsletter to over six figures. For me, two newsletters a week is always going to be better than one. You want to subconsciously always be top of mind for your audience and your subscribers. More is always better. People will tell me, oh, but I don't want to be that annoying person in the inbox. And my response to that is in order to serve, you have to sell. So if there's 52 weeks in a year and you want to send out two newsletters a week, you have to generate 104 emails a year. So Don't get overwhelmed. It's not that bad. And you do not have to write 104 emails today. There's about three to six reasons why somebody might need your product or service. I call these your pain point buckets. So let's look at my business, for example. I talk about business, marketing, and self-development. So I have three core topics that I can dive into over 104 emails, which if I divide 104 by three, this basically means that I have about 35 emails to write about each topic. So then I look at what are the top 10 problems that I can solve for each of these categories. Now, you're going to probably figure out that you'll find around three to five things that you can do to fix each of the 10 problems that they have. So that kind of rounds up and gives you the 35 emails that you need. So I put everything inside of my email marketing content board in monday.com, which I use for task management and content creation. I basically map out the content in a way that's engaging and interesting. And I think that my audience is going to really enjoy. And then I attach a release date. So if you also have your 12 month calendar for your lead magnets, as well as your webinar, you can know that if, for example, I'm going to be launching an email marketing webinar, I might also talk about email marketing in my podcast that week. I might post about email marketing on my social media. I might make a email marketing lead magnet that month and then push people to subscribe to my email marketing webinar all month long. 
So you're able to kind of like map out and assign a release date for all of your content. So when you pick out, I would start, and I always start with what 12 webinars can I host this year? What 12 main core problems are my audience facing that I can really impact and make a difference in their lives? And then I make 12 guides. Some of them are going to be a little bit, you know, different so that I'm attracting other people into my audience. So I'm in a place where I'm doing more like 24 lead magnets um, a year. But when you have a webinar, you have a lead magnet and you have a social media strategy content or a podcast strategy in your YouTube channel and your TikTok, you can kind of um, basically start generating content in a more intentional way that saves you time, energy, it you know gives you a lot of freedom back because you're not worried about what am I going to post this week? What am I going to talk about? So, you know, it's always you always end up knowing what's coming up and you're able to just complete the smaller tasks lined up and that are associated with it it keeps you accountable it keeps you always in motion so this is why i always plan my content out in a 12-month content calendar system and i always do this in december so it makes the process really easy i take what i learned over the last 12 months to you know take up the content and make it even better for the next year. So we're going to talk about engagement and click-through rates and all the different metrics that you need to be looking at. A really good email open rate is around 30%. You should always aim to be at 30% or higher. You also want to have a clear call to action inside of every email. You usually, like the goal of every email is to have somebody, maybe it's to buy, but they still have to go to your website to buy. So ultimately the goal of every email you send is to get somebody back on your website. So usually, you know, I'll see these emails and they're just long, 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 long. They give me everything up front and there's no reason for me to click over to their website or make a purchase or take an action at that point. Sometimes the emails are just so long that you don't even, you just hit the trash button. You're like, I don't have time for this right now. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. So, you know, you only want to give your audience so much. You want to, you know, hook them in. You want to create intrigue and then drive them over to your blog. So what does that mean? Well, you now have a blog strategy and I would recommend putting out more than, you know, four blogs a month, especially if you're trying to grow your organic SEO strategy and get some free traffic on your website. Um, But you always just want to, you know, have the goal of getting them to click over to your website from your email. So you also want to use something called a UTM, which is a unique tracking mechanism inside of your business so that you know where your money is coming from. You want to measure your click-through rate on every email, not just your open rate. So if you're asking somebody to book or buy, you want to measure the outcome. And that's where the UTM comes in because you're able to track the customer journey. You could see exactly, I love Wicked Reports. Um, the software is about, I think, like six or $700 a month, but it's totally worth it. If you're just starting out, 
Um, my social media planning software is called uh, Metro Cool. I'll drop the link in the description below so that you have access to this. Yes, it is an affiliate link and it's a really great software, but they do allow you to create custom UTMs. They have a great tracking in there. You can get your website analytics in it and the software, just a little bonus perk. I wasn't planning on mentioning this, but it actually will tell you what time your audience is actually using each platform so that you know exactly when to post. So it's a really great tool, guys, and it'll help you with your UTMs if 600 or $700 a month isn't in your budget. So you want to measure your click-through rate on an email, not just your open rate. Um, everyone, not everybody is going to open their email right away. So I always take one week and measure everything then. So I send out my newsletter, for example, on a Tuesday and a Thursday, which means that on Friday every week, I'm measuring the success of the prior week. So you're always kind of one week lagging inside of your metrics, but you're able to adjust your strategy and kind of, you know, I didn't get a good click-through rate. Maybe, um, you know, my subject lines aren't catchy enough. Am I going to a spam folder? What's my bounce rate look like? There's a lot of different questions to ask. So if you guys don't already, I would love for you to go and follow me on LinkedIn. I release content like this every single day. You can find the link to my profile in the description on this episode. And this week, I'm actually going to be sharing how I've actively been growing my LinkedIn and getting over 40 new followers a day. So you're not going to want to miss this. So head over to my profile and give me a follow. And guys, thank you so much for joining me. I really value and appreciate every single one of you. I couldn't be here without you. So thank you so much. And I'm going to see you on Thursday in this next episode. It's so awesome, you guys. I'm going to talk all about long-term thinking in your business. So mark it down in your calendar and make sure you don't miss this.